0: I want to talk about today, God can handle it. God can, God can handle it. God can handle it. Kirk Franklin says, it really doesn't matter what you're going through. I know that Jesus can work it out for you. He says his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Just give it to Jesus. He'll make it all right. He says he can handle it. I've lived long enough to testify that everything that I just read in your hearing to be true. There are just some things you cannot testify about if you haven't gone through them. There are just some things you just don't know unless you have experienced them. And I might have one or two witnesses who can testify that life for you, like Langston Hughes, hadn't always been no crystal stairs. And you've had your shares of ups and downs, you've had your shares of highs and lows, you've had your shares of clouds. But in spite of everything you have gone through, you can testify that God can handle it. I must admit, when I was a young preacher, I used to say certain things in church at my first church because I knew as a church boy, certain things would trigger church people. And so I knew as a young pastor, if the sermon was failing, I could go to church colloquialisms and I could say, won't he make a way? He'll heal you when you're sick and he's bread when you're hungry and water when you're thirsty, but the flip side, I was never hungry. Hmm. I was never thirsty, never been sick, but I knew black Baptist church folk, and I knew it would work and trigger at least one or two amens if the sermon was tanking. But at 46 years old, I've gone through some things. And now when I say those things, I'm not just talking. I'm not just pulling at people's heartstrings or emotions. I've lived long enough to know that God is able to handle whatever you are going through. And guess what? God can handle you while you're going through it as well. It really doesn't matter what you are going through. And guess what? Today, Brothers and sisters, America, brothers and sisters who are Anglo, white, Hispanic, guess what? We are going through things we have never gone through before. When in your mind if you ever imagined handshakes and hugs would be out of order? When in your mind did you ever imagine we would only have church virtually for over four months? We are going through some things. 1.4 million people just last week applied for unemployment. We're going through some things. People are dying day by day of an unknown, unseen visitor virus enemy called COVID-19. We're going through some things. If you are already unhealthy, COVID-19 is not your friend. We're going through some things. People who we know and love are dying every day from COVID, from cancer and other issues We are going through some things. We have never had in the history of this republic a president so careless and careless and heartless as we have now. And guess what? Now those things have become normal. We are going through some things. Chicago is violent. We are going through some things. America is racist and heartless and violent. Portland, Oregon is in an uproar. We are going through some things. But the good news is whether you are in Chicago, Houston, D.C., Third Ward, Sugarland, Pearland, Louisiana, the same God who was God then is God now. And if he can handle it back then, he is God enough to handle it right now. He can handle it. But here it is. This is the part you ain't going to like. In order for you to know he can handle it, you got to go through some things. In in order... For you to testify, I know God is a keeper. you got to go through something in order for you to testify. I know God will keep you when you're sick, when you're hungry, when you're broke, when your mind is confused. you got to go through some things. But all after you've come out, you can lift up your hands and say, I've had some good days. I've had some bad days. I've had some skills to climb. But when I look around, and think things over all of my good days outweigh my bad days and i might be broke but he's still good i might be sick but he's still good i might not have a dime in my name but every time i turn around he keeps on making the way because god can handle it i know it seems dark right now I know it looks like as if evil is running rampant across the landscape of this nation. But guess what? God can handle it. I know your kids have broken your heart. I know you have buried people you love. People you thought would be around for years to come. But death snuck in. But guess what? somebody in this house and on the computer on the phone or can testify they may have left you before you thought they were gonna leave you but in spite of the hurt and pain you felt by leaving your loved one in the cemetery it's been rough you've had some rough times but god's been your supply he can handle it he God, 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 god. And, and and god has given us the word of God to show us and share to us that no matter what you go through in life, ain't nothing you can go through that ain't in that book, and whatever in that book, whatever God can held in that book. He can handle right now, and I know your rent is past due. I know your mortgage is in foreclosure. I know you can't find no job. I know you can't buy food. I know you can't buy this, and you ain't got fed. But I got some good news. If God can handle and raise up a dead Jesus, up, He can pay your light bill. If He can get Jesus up, He can make a way for you. Cause he the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, God can handle it. Now, now, let me drop this off, and I'll soon bid you good morning. Number one, God can handle your provisions. Um, one point four million Americans applied for unemployment last week. Economists suggest that by the end of July, if the economy keeps going the way it's going, if Congress, the Senate, reject this next round stimulus checks, or if they reject and remove the extra funds from unemployment, it is said by August of this year, homelessness will go up 45%. Can you imagine that? In Kentucky today, last week, brother, Americans in Kentucky, conservative, white, Kentucky, spent Eight hours a day in unemployment lines while their senator, the majority leader, Mitch McConnell, says enough. While our senator from Texas, the dishonorable... Said Cruz said that Americans need to get back to work and the government should not be paying Americans more money to be at home because it discourages them from going to work. But in all of his foolishness he fails to talk about how this virus has crept in our world and most americans are not home because they choose to be home they have no choice and mr cruz if americans are making more on unemployment benefits than they are by working it might be time to raise the minimum wage gap but yet in spite of how broke you may be when you read Matthew chapter 4, 14 rather, maybe you ain't got but some fish and bread. But, but, but Matthew records that, that Jesus had heard about John the Baptist. And he removes himself in this remote place and there he sees those who have followed him because they heard what he could do. I, I declare that's a mighty good reason to follow him. Because you have heard what he can do. He, he can kill the sick. He can raise up. And so Jesus' nephew Ma- says uh, uh, he had compassion on them. The word compassion simply means uh, to put yourself in their position. The uh, I believe that Yeshua had compassion on those uh, who were homeless, uh, hungry, and sick because uh, He said uh, birds have nests and foxes have holes, but so the man had nowhere to lay his. Head and Matthew says he has compassion on him. And Matthew said that Jesus heals their sick. But as the day progressed, evening time came, and the disciple said, Listen, Jesus, uh, it's evening now. Uh, why don't you dismiss them whereby they can go to a nearby village and buy some food? He replied by saying, no, you feed them. And, and they say, no, we, we ain't got no money. All, all we got is some fish and some bread. That, 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 that this boy gave to Andrew and he says well give it to me and sit them down uh, it, it, it's amazing that the people who should help you don't want to help you uh, uh, the people who look like you uh, sometimes don't want to help you uh, sit them down and, and and Jesus prays. And Odd the Pink, who I always refer to, says, in essence, that um after he prayed, now now mind you, it is five thousand men, and Matthew says, uh that they, they, they had their wives there and their children there. So we could suggest between 15,000 to 20,000 people with only some fish and bread. But Jesus prays. Here it is. The miracle does not start when he feeds them. The miracle starts When they put what they had. In his hands. I don't know who I'm talking to right now. It may be dark in your life. Your account may be low. You ain't got nothing. But whatever you got. Take what you have. Put it in his hands. And guess what? The master knew. What they had need of. And when you read John's gospel. John says ah uh, when he set him down John says like this John never for he already knew what he would do you need to hear me church your lack of money and provision did not Catch God by surprise, He already knows how He's gonna make a way for you. You might be broke, but guess what? He sees you coming out that thing, but He already knows who He's gonna bless to bless you. He knows whose heart He's gonna touch to employ you. He knows anybody besides me. Ever been broke? But God stretched your gas? (laughs) Anybody besides me ever been broke? And God stretched your gas? Anybody besides me ever had to write a check that you know was gonna bounce uh, as soon as it got fed but God uh, bless somebody to put some money in your hand to cover your hot check God can uh, stress that thing because God already knows uh, how he's gonna bring you through put it in his hands and I don't know how he did it that, that's why it's called a miracle because you have no clue how he did it, but 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 Arthur Pink argues in his writings that, that Christ held those sardines in his hands. That, 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 that's all it was. It, it wasn't no catfish and tilapia, it was literally sardines. Uh, we say fish, but it was literally sardines and hard bread with seeds. Pink says. Every time one fish head popped off, one more popped on. He popped one fish head off. fed her. Kept the same one in his hands. Same fish, different fish head. Pop that fish head off. Gave it to her. Fish head in his hands. Fish pop back home. Don't know how he did it. Ain't my business. All I know is he made a way. And somebody in this house, you can testify to. You don't know how he did it. But he made a way. You you had no, you had no clue how he did, what he did. You had bad No money, no degree. You are a felon, but some way, somehow God gave you a job, the loan, the degree. Guess what? Because he is able to handle your provisions. Yes, he is. And guess what? You you ain't got to go to Africa or someplace to find hungry people. You, you can come to Fifth Ward. You, you, you can go to Third Ward. You you, you can go to Acres Homes. You can go to Pearland, Sugarland, and you can find hungry people. And somebody somewhere, guess what? You need hope because your check ain't getting it. But guess what? Your check ain't getting it. Because God says your check ain't taking care of you. I'm taking care of you if you give the way you should give if you honor me how you ought to honor me I will open up windows of heaven and pour you out anybody here can type out in that comment section he made a way for me. He paid my bills. He paid my mortgage. He paid my rent. He let me buy school clothes for multiple kids. And guess what? I still had some money left over. The God I serve is a way maker. My friend Lee Fields, who is in uh, 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 Beaumont, Texas. Says when he was at his first church in Alexandria, it was a rough time for him. He didn't have any money, had two kids, he and Kim. And Phil say he went to uh, what we had back home called Super One Foods, and um, yeah, John, uh, and uh, didn't have much money. And he said, look, he bought he bought he bought some 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 chicken legs, some 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 green beans, and uh, you know when you're from the country. You 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 say light bread, yeah yeah you, you yeah uh huh light light bread and 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 he said he got to um register and he said God said you ain't got no dessert and he said he picked up a Snicker bar and and Lee said he had twenty dollars. And that thing rung up to 1999. And he said, God told him, I gave you something left over. Who am I talking to right now? You ain't got much in your life. But thank God you got something left over. You've been through hell, high water, but thank God you got something left over because guess what? There is somebody somewhere who would gladly take your place. Stop complaining. Stop minding and tell God, thank you, I got something left over. to handle your, yeah, your provisions. But church, I know You you ain't gonna really like this, but you 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 should like it. Um, God can handle your sins and your indiscretions. Oh, yes, he can. I can't don't don't get quiet now because you were shouting about provisions, but but shout about this too. Because the last time I checked, all of us are sinners saved by grace. And since you got saved, you've still said things, done things, been places, thought things. You ain't had no business going, thinking, and doing as a good member of the household of faith. But God is able to handle your sins and your indiscretions. And you you might want to thank the Lord for that. You got time on Facebook to type it in. Thank God. Yeah. He, he handles my sins. Um, this is an interesting story. Uh, in short, 2 Samuel 11 and 12. Uh, David King uh, couldn't sleep one night. Goes out on the rooftop sees an old fine brown woman bathing. Now listen, he loves God, but he ain't blind. I can't hear nobody. So he loves God, but he ain't blind. He loves God, but clearly he has no homosexual tendencies. Uh, he, lo- he loves God and uh, he loves women because uh, he had multiple wives and multiple concubines. That thing was legal back then. Don't judge him. Uh uh, uh and uh he he sends for bath, 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 uh, Bathsheba and there's some um, she's taking a bath. her name is Bathsheba and uh, uh, uh he sends for her and she 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 comes and um, um they they make they make marry. Now now when women is Theologues suggest that David uses authority and his power to manipulate her. That's a theological debate between feminists and those who aren't, uh, but it's always good to think beyond the pale. Long story short, uh, David and Bathsheba have an affair. She gets pregnant. Uh, Uriah is close to David. He's out. Uh, at the war and uh, when when Bathsheba says to him, hey, hey, man, I'm pregnant. Uh, David begins to plot uh, and says, now I need to do something to make this right. He, he sends for uh, Uriah off the battlefield, says to him, listen, I know you've been faithful in the Lord to the cause. But listen, take some time out, get you a drink, cigar, enjoy your wife. Uriah says okay but he discovers that Uriah is loyal to his soldiers so Uriah sleeps outside or in 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 front of the house and uh, because he says there is no way I can enjoy the luxuries of home while my men are on the battlefield and so uh, the plot thickens uh David is low down. Uh, I know you I know you love to quote him, uh, but I'm gonna show you something. Uh he 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 wasn't no good. And so he he summons his general listen, man, do me a favor. I need you to put Uriah in the hottest, thickest part of the battle. So he, he, here it is, church. This is the fellow y'all love to quote and talk about. Uh, what David said okay slept with a man's wife got her pregnant then plotted the man's death then had the man killed he probably wouldn't be a good uh, candidate for membership at Lions Unity. Talk to me if you can because if y'all knew that before he joined church, come on, talk back to me if you can. But God is God. And so uh, in 12, God sends Pastor Nathan to, the, to, 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 to David's home and tells him a story of, of, you know, traveler and rich man, poor man. Anyway, uh, the, 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 the consensus is this. David gets convicted of his sin, and then he laments and writes Psalm 51. And in essence, Psalm 51 can be uh, poised as such. Uh, I had God's presence. My sin took God's presence. Now I've come back to retrieve God's presence because sin always moves you further from God here is my point church uh, all of us in this room are, 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 are watching via social media or on the phone call listen you, you don't have the right to point your finger at anybody else because what God what God shows us in his word is this after all David did I still used him i can't hear nobody after all david did in all of scripture there is still no one who i declared he was a man after my own heart All I'm saying is this. While you're trying to judge people and you've done everything but help kill Jesus, you might want to be thankful that God can use you in spite of your sins, your faults, and your indiscretions. And that's why church, and guess what? All Pharisees ain't dead. I'll say it again. Are all Pharisees. Those of you who keep the law. And now you own and got the the riders and slow and now you decide you judge and jury on other folks sin when you had a baby daddy a baby mama a negro cross town stole money and guess what God? if God can use you God can use them don't you ditch yourself beside yourself all of us stand on level ground as sinners saved by grace what can wash away my sin what can make me hold again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. God can handle your sins because He sent Christ Jesus to die on our cross, to die on a cross to become our perfect sin sacrifice. He can handle our sins, sir. Sure. Now, now now, maybe, 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 maybe you Slide above the ground. And maybe you got a halo over your head. And maybe you got wings up under your pajamas and your robe at home. I don't know. But for me, I know I ain't no good. For me, I know I wrestle with myself every day. To keep myself right. And like Paul, the good I would do. I don't do. And the stuff I ain't got no business doing That's what I like doing Anybody here can testify Every now and then, You like doing some stuff You ain't got no business doing And then when you get home With your sinful self Shower, eat And before bed you On your knees Saying Lord you know I You you forgive me. And guess what God does? He is so gracious. He is so merciful. Guess what God does? He forgives you. And... Unlike black Baptist folk, he never throws up in your face what you used to be or what you did last year. Because the Bible says when he forgives you, he casts your sins in the sea of forgetfulness. As far as the east is from the west, that's how broad his forgiveness is. You might want to shot down. And for you real Pharisees, all sin ain't simply adultery, fornication, drugs, being gay and drinking. For you, for you, for you smart folk. Mm-hmm. Being a busybody. Being a liar. Being a gossiper. Being greedy. Being judgmental our sins as well it amazes me how we categorize people's sins as long as you ain't doing what I'm doing but sin is sin ain't no little white lie okay let me help you And I'm, let, let, let me help you if you stole the pens and the paper from the job that you ain't by. You just as guilty as the fellow who robbed H-E-B. See how quiet you are right there? Because what you cannot do is justify your foolishness. If you're wrong, you're wrong. If you like it, you dislike it. I can't hear nobody. I say, if you like it, you really like it. Yeah. Yeah. You you don't go to happy hour because you ain't trying to be happy. Can I say it again? I say, you ain't going to happy hour because you ain't trying to be happy. You trying to go because you want to be happy. Clap along. You're trying to be happy. Happy. But guess what? God is able to handle because guess what? When God saved you, he knew you wasn't no good. And he knew you were going to mess up after he saved you. Yeah. I'm done. God bless you because you can't take too much more of this. Mm. I'm done. I'm going to tell you this. God can handle your mental stress. Um, Young man last week killed himself here in our city, 20 years old, mutual friends of mine, 20 years old, took his life. Let me help you with something, church. The people you think got it together don't. They just know how to camouflage publicly. Can I say it again? See, you look at people as if because what they wear or what they drive, their life is perfect. No, they, they got demons, devils, and troubles. Because depression, low self esteem, Thoughts of suicide run rampant, not just in the white community. Mental illness is real in the black community. But we don't like to think, think about that because you think you can dance and shout your way through everything. But you've got folk in your house and your family who are helpless. Helpless. Against that weight of depression. They don't want to be depressed, but they can't help themselves. And before you become this mental, Elijah suffered with depression. Charles had in Spurgeon depression. Jesus had a bout with depression in that garden called Gethsemane, he prayed because he was sorrowful. But guess what? There are times you need professional help. not the pastor, not your prayer partner, a physician, a therapist. A counselor. Medication. And yet there are times. Along with that. God's power. Over your life. Because Paul says. In Philippians 4 and 7. And the peace of God. Which transcends. All understanding. Oh God your heart's. And minds in Christ Jesus. Let, let me back in here. Dump it. I'm on, I'm on. I'm on I'm on I'm on sit down. Transcends all understanding means this simply. Folk look at you and know what you're going through and wonder why you ain't killed yourself. That's it. Folk, folk, folk know your pain, know your struggle, know your stress. And guess what? You know what you're going through. And you wonder why haven't you lost your mind? Because God sends peace to guard your mind. That the word guard is a military term to mean just that. As if there are soldiers guarding military secrets, armor, bases, and nobody can get in. You know why? Because there are guards in front. Guards with guns, guards with pistols, guards trained. You can't get in. Because guess what? The base is guarded. That's what God does for your mind. He sends peace to guard your mind. That's why some stuff like that used to bother you don't bother you no more. Because you got peace guarding your mind. And guess what? Peace doesn't mean the absence of trouble. Because you can have peace and be broke. You, You can have peace and be in the midst of conflict and calamity. You, you can be at peace while burying your loved ones. That's what Christ does. And in this COVID, post-COVID, COVID society, in this economic downturn, you need God to guard your mind. Because guess what? There is indeed a thin line between being saved, and being insane, I, uh, uh, for the first time in my life, uh, uh, heard, I watched on TV one show called Fatal Attraction. Uh, and, uh, the premise of the show is simply this, uh, a couple and either one leaves or see somebody else real life stuff and one of them snaps and either kills somebody or has them killed. Ba- basically that's what it is. Uh, uh, you know, couple dating and then she leaves me for him and then I snap and have him kill. Uh huh. You gotta be careful with these people out here in these streets. Eh? Yeah. She might be fine, but she's crazy. Yeah, let, 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 that, let that go, doc. I'm trying to help you. Here's the whole problem. People who claim to have good sense because of pressure, anger, and demons snaps and allow, and, and allow themselves to be consumed by anger, bitterness, And they have the nerve to plot and plan someone's death. Do you know how low down you got to be to plot and plan another human being's death and demise? You know why? Because this mind, this brain is fragile. And the only one who can guard your mind against insanity is god who in here and who out there you've been through enough just this year where you should be crazy i I ain't talking about last year i'm talking about this year since 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 the first day of this year And, and now god has kept your mind he's kept your heart he's kept your soul you know why because god can handle what you're going through God can handle your fears, God can handle your pain. God can handle your issues of uh, being uh, broke, being sick, being down. God can still handle that. I don't know who I'm under right now, but, but rejoice knowing I don't care how dark it may seem. No one thing clouds move. Clouds, they do move. Trouble, yes. Don't last always. That same David. (laughs) That same David. Said weeping may endure for a night. But joy comes in the morning. I know what grace really is. Can I show you what grace really is? Can you imagine when David walked into heaven? Uriah said, that's the Negro who had me killed. And God said, yeah, but guess what? My grace covered it. Anybody know what grace can do? You messed up yesterday, but grace covered you. And you woke up this morning to brand new mercies. Thank God for grace. Thank God for mercy. Anybody here know God will take care of you. Anybody out there can shout, I'm covered by God's grace. I know you at home I know you in here and you're wondering how you're going to make it you're going to make it because the same God that took care of you last year is the same God who's taking care of you right now anybody in here anybody out there no God will take care of you be not dismayed whatever be tied. God will take care of you beneath his wings of love abide God will take care of you I know It's been a rough year. I know these last eight months been rough on your pocket, but I'll tighten up the rope and hold on. And when life gets hard, fall to your knees and say, Father, I stretch my hands unto thee. No other help I know if thou withdraw thyself for me. Tell me whether shall I go. Anybody out there, anybody in here can be a witness that every time you turn around he keeps on making a way. Every time you turn around he keeps on blessing me. As a matter of fact, the Lord is blessing me right now could have been dead in my grave but grace and mercy been watching me anybody here no grace will keep you anybody here no grace will watch over you anybody here no grace will pay your rent, Grace will put Food on your table, grace will shrink your tumor, grace will make your enemies leave you alone. Why? Because one Friday on a hill called Calvary. He died. Yes, sir. He died. Didn't he die? But I live Sunday morning he got up with all power in his hands i know you're home but if you're happy and you know it clap your hands if you're happy and you know it say amen say yeah say Say, yeah. Yeah. yeah (laughs) ha ha ha